right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Raw and Unscripted. I'm Jake. And I'm Dominic. So today on the episode, we have a good rundown of things for all you listeners out there. We got a little bit of quick news, then we're going to jump right into some baseball talk. But first of all, Dom, how are you doing? Good, man. How are you? Good. I'm glad to be back. You know, it's good to uh, talk some sports a little bit, take a break from life. Uh, absolutely. Uh, today we don't have a lot of quick news, but we're just going to mention some things, mostly about uh, the NHL and the NBA. And we have a few the, golf things lined up. Yeah, absolutely. And then, like Jake said, we'll talk talk some baseball. Um, but like I said, NHL and NBA. So in the NHL, we have our first series coming to a close. The Vegas Golden Knights eliminated the Blackhawks um, in five games. And we have a bunch of other series that are really close to ending, like the Blue Jackets, Hurricanes, Capitals, Coyotes, Canadians, Flames. Those teams are all on the brink of elimination. Yeah, that's a lot of hockey news. Uh, I'm shocked that the Blackhawks got one game in. Good for them. Yeah. That was a big game for Corey Crawford, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that is exactly what I heard. Uh, yeah, he uh, single-handedly won them that game. Something about but, that experience. Paul and Gable were right. That experience must have paid off. Yeah, I guess. Um, from what I heard, though, you know, that's one of uh, Crawford's best games in a while, you know. Well, thank it's God good, he had it. I mean, yeah, I guess, you know, they avoided the sweep. So, good for them. <laughs> Yeah, hey, shoot, for them getting into the playoffs was big enough. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Like They, you know, they weren't even supposed to be there. Yeah, exactly. Well, the Blues tied the series up, and I'm excited for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they play again tonight at 9.30 Central Time again. Dude, I hate this 9.30 stuff. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan. I really do. I'm really getting tired of this 9.30 late-night hockey. I, lo- I love hockey, but, man, when that game went to overtime, that really made for a late night. I had to get yeah. up early. I mean, I was falling asleep in the third period. Well, you know, I fought through it, watched the end of the game, and then it goes overtime. And then I was like, oh, gosh. But I I did. I grinded out. I was really hoping that they would score on that power play at the end of regulation. Yeah. So it wouldn't go to overtime. I didn't want to see five overtimes. If it went anything past that one overtime, I don't know what I would have done. I probably just would have fell like falling asleep. Maybe I might have just stayed up all night because I had to lift in the morning. I might as well just have stayed up. No way. I don't know. I can't do that. Thanks for uh, Braden Chen, though. Shout out to him. Made me go to bed earlier. Absolutely. Thank you, Braden. Um, that kind of wraps up our NHL stuff, but we do have quite a bit to uh, to bring out to you for the NBA. Big news, Portland beat the Lakers. Uh, kind of a big upset right there. Um, and then – the Orlando Magic beat the Milwaukee Bucks with Giannis, by the way. He was still playing for the Bucks, which I think I read somewhere was, was the third biggest upset um, in playoff history was that game. Like odds-wise? Yeah, something like that. I don't yeah. know. I scrolled through it. but for, um, it's, it's the first time that the eight seeds took both took a 1-0 lead on a one seed since 3 Let me ask you a question. Who has the better chance? right now or who should be scared more let's let's go with that way who should be more scared the lakers or the bucks right now i mean i'll say the lakers do you think the lakers should be more scared 
Yeah, just because of the star power of the Blazers. Like, they actually have, like, I don't know, the Magic, they could they could win a couple games maybe. Like, I mean, they already won one, so a couple is in the realm of possibilities. I think but. that the Lakers are better than the Bucks, but Portland's also better than Orlando. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. And I hate to dis- I hate to agree with you, but I think that the way that Damian Lillard has been playing, I think the Lakers should definitely be scared right now. He's been on fire. Yeah, and the and he has a supporting cast. Like, so it doesn't even when he doesn't get it done. If he doesn't get it done, which he has been every game, he has other guys to back him up. McCollum, Anthony, Nurkic. That's true. I don't know if the uh, game, if the series will go full on six, seven, but I think the Lakers could be. We could see some close games at the very. I think the Lakers might have to just redraw their their game plan a little bit. Like, what, what do you suggest? I don't know, but they are definitely the better team. But I don't think they really planned for this kind of attack from Dame. I don't know if they were watching the bubble at all, but they freaking should have been to see Dame and McCollum and all them go off. I don't know. Maybe uh, LeBron starts taking over a little bit more. He's He is, after all, the GOAT. So I mean, he had a good game. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, well, I, I was reading something. Game. I was reading something about how this is the worst, like the Lakers are the worst uh, three-point shooting team in the league or something. That's and not typical for a LeBron team. That's what I was going to say is that, like, if I think of, like, all the LeBron teams, like how many times LeBron would just drive to the hoop and pass out and Mike Miller and Shane Battier or J.R. Smith, you know. Ray Allen for years, too. Ray Allen, too, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he's gotten uh, – Better with age, though, in his passing department. Absolutely. I've, I've heard arguments year, about him being First like year that he's best. led the league in assists, and he's, what, 17th year in the league? Yeah. Was that like total assists, or is it like assists per game? Uh, assists per game, an average. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so good for LeBron. I think they'll turn it around, though. Yeah, I don't, no, think, I, I don't mean, think Portland will give him too much trouble if they play yeah, correctly. Exactly. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you. Bucks. Portland is gonna, you know, go ahead and sweep or something. They might. I think you would be outrageously crazy to say something like that. I wouldn't. And uh, yeah, that's all for the NBA. I think. Yeah, I mean, their their playoffs are uh, up and going right now. Celtics uh, found a way to win. Ross Hayward. They uh, Gordon Hayward's out four weeks. That's unfortunate, but I think Tatum, Tatum, and Jalen Brown are. Definitely more than capable of getting it done uh, by themselves with that duo. Yeah, especially because uh, – Have you ever seen Tatum play in person? Nope. I got the chance to watch him play when we were in high school. We were freshmen in high school. He So he played at Chaminade, right? Yeah. And when I played freshman basketball there, we were able to stick around to watch the varsity game. And Chaminade was playing Viani at Chaminade. And, man, it got packed. You had to buy tickets to get in and everything. But it was unbelievable watching that man play. He made it look so easy. Just tore through our Viani's, our Viani's team. He just made him look silly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was a – He was incredible. Huge prospect coming out of St. Louis. Yeah, incredible stuff. Anyway, that's all we have for the NBA. A um, little bit of news for the NFL. Well, I guess former NFL. Um, Darius oh. Geis. Yeah, 
What what happened, Jake? What did he do? He was charged with rape by two women from LSU back in his college days. Yeah. Um, and if anybody knows anything about the NFL, that stuff just doesn't uh, doesn't cope too well with. It isn't really that, that player friendly, I guess I should say. You doesn't mean in regards bode, to like how the league sees it? Yeah, but it doesn't always bode well for the players because the players always uh, get screwed over in the end. Regardless yeah, exactly. So I don't. I don't know anything about the details of the accusation. Um, no idea if it's true, but never a good look when a running back gets uh, accused of sexual assault, sexual harassment, rape, any of that stuff. I mean, yeah, and he got, just got released, so that's – Yeah, he's uh, he's hurting looking for a job. That's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to yeah. come back from if you're Darius Gaines. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, who knows if we'll see him again. I don't know, but poor guy. Best of luck to him, but moving on. Anyway – the Detroit Tigers, uh, they called up Casey Mize. If anybody out there remembers, that was my pick, I believe, for Rookie of the Year. I think that's right. Well, when's he supposed to start first, Jake? Tonight. You he's know? starting tonight. He's, you know that? Oh, he's starting tonight. Yeah, okay. no, he's starting tonight. He's starting tonight. Okay. Wait, was that my Rookie of the Year pick, or was it Luis Robert? I don't know. He was on my, uh, was on my list somewhere. But Casey Mize, that should be good. I'm excited that he's finally yeah. up. It's yeah, just one of those prospects we want to see. Uh, Along good, with Dylan Carlson. Dylan Carlson. Um, how did his first out outing go? He's been okay. He had a double in the first game. I mean, he's hit the ball hard like a lot. You know, what I don't understand about talking about young guys in the Cardinals. What I don't understand is while Yachty's been out, you know, just not playing right now, that they haven't been putting kids in. He played. Uh, Yesterday, yeah, but a couple of games, yeah, a handful. But if Kisner's supposed to be like your next catcher, why is Matt Weeders playing? Like, stop, <laughs> stop that. I like Matt Weeders, but yeah, I, I, with, I don't, I, I don't have a problem with, with Matt Weeders, but stop. Yeah, Schilt, I mean, they should play to, I don't know what Schilt's doing. He just needs to figure it out. Anyways, Yachty got cleared, so well, Yachty's back. I I love to hear that. I mean, so did Paul Dion, so. That's good Paul, yeah, Paul Young, I'm not a huge uh, huge fan on. I think Javi's better. I mean, yeah, Javi's better. Okay. No, no one, no one's I w- saying. I wanted to get that out of you. No, what do you? No, no I wanted, I wanted to hear you say that Javier Baez from the Chicago Cubs is better. I wanted to hear that out of you. Okay, yeah. We've had discussions about this before. Yeah, I know, and I'm, I'm glad to, to, to hear you admit it. Paul DeYoung is just an underrated, uh, underrated player. I'll give you that. He doesn't quite get the attention that he maybe deserves. I mean, he's one of the best defensive players. You know, I was talking to my roommates about the same thing, and you know who else is kind of undervalued? Michael Conforto. People don't realize how good that man is. He's been hitting well, hasn't he? I'm not saying he's an absolute stud in the game, but for as good as he is, nobody gives him any value, man. He throws a 92-mile-an-hour bullet to home plate. Yeah, I think it's for him it's just people um... – like know that he gets hurt and then no but he doesn't he's been reliable he i mean he definitely had two years ago he missed a significant amount of time last last year he was here the whole time yeah last year he was he was on fire but that was one of his worst should have been been an all-star last year really yeah okay yeah no he's been he's been good you know who else has been good Dare I say, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr.? Yeah, three zero swinging. 
Oh my lord, you're that that just upset the whole community right there. <laughs> I think like a, someone has to just like someone has to just slap the MLB in the face and like all these people who are saying that that's like such a sin, you know. No, I agree. Up. I agree. Yeah, I don't I don't know uh what the big issue is with him swinging 3-0. The the thing that I have is that if you're getting paid to hit baseballs for a living, yep. you can't tell a guy not to hit a baseball on a 3-0 count. As a player, I know this firsthand, a 3-0 count, you're getting grooved a fastball down the middle. Don't miss it. We have too many people not swinging on 0-0 and not swinging on 3-0. You're just giving away strikes. Your batting average decreases significantly every strike the pitcher wins stop giving free strikes it's 3-0 say you let them groove one down the middle right now it's 3-1 3-1 happens now you're in hitters hitters still a hitters count hitters thinking okay i gotta pummel this one blah blah um pulls off it a little bit his just scorching line drive foul down the left field line right now it's 3-2 now that pitcher makes a great pitcher's pitch Maybe a curveball low. He just struck you out. No reason to give him that one strike to to play with anyway. Yeah. And for a lot of these guys, they're like you got to think like they're playing for contracts and and you know their futures. So like Tatis, like you know, like he's young and he's he's the best player too. So you got to think like he's got the green light. Yeah. And what I don't understand is you're talking about the future. His manager didn't have his back. Yeah, that that just confused me. That dro- uh, that drove me nuts. I've seen plenty of things like articles coming out though about like like why this is a, a stupid thing to be mad at Tatis for this. So like I'm I'm hoping that people just keep you know getting that word out there. Well, I mean, if you've looked around Twitter, you've seen the massive amount of support that he's received from yeah exactly a lot of the community. You know, so many guys have been tweeting at him saying, you know, you keep doing you, stay electric, blah blah. blah all the stuff, have fun, you know. And I think what people, what upsets people also is that he's swinging um, 3-0, not necessarily just 3-0, but, you know, with a seven-run lead. Yeah, that's that was the issue, I think, for the most part. Is which the, I think is the game they were in. Which is nuts because there's been so many times that a team has come back that late in the game from that many runs. Yeah, I mean they're they're professionals, you know. So play hard at, at all times, always trying to score. You know what I mean? I don't have to not swing just because it's three zero. I don't know. And then I feel sad to, or it's it's just it is just sad that Fernando Tatis had to apologize to the media and to the public after the game, which I I mean I, he just did that to kind of clear the air and everything. Yeah, just you know, you know move on. He stole he he stole third start, stole third base up six again the next the following day. So yeah, I mean whatever. If that's not an fu to everybody. Then I don't know what it is. He needs to just keep doing him, you know, doing his game, and people just stop worrying about that. Steven Souza Jr. tweeted, and uh, I thought this was really good. If you're gonna get mad at me swinging three zero, you better throw me an automatic ball when it's o two and you're up. I spit on three p- pitches. It's my choice to swing or not. Don't tell me when I can swing because you can't throw strikes. 
Yeah. Tatis Jr., don't let anyone bully, like, bully you like that. If you, don't, if you have a problem with it, don't get to 3-0. If you saw the breakdown of that at bat, he threw two curveballs, maybe sliders, two breaking balls in the dirt, then went 2-0, then he missed outside with a fastball. And the bases were loaded. So you obviously know that he was a dangerous hitter, and he, you had to pitch to him. Mm-hmm. Can't just, oh, I got to 3-0, he's going to give me one. And then be like, oh, you have to not swing at that. Oh, you're going to hurt my feelings. Yeah, I threw three balls, so you're supposed to not swing at this strike. Yeah. Nah. It's ridiculous. And by all means, for all you teams out there that are, that are up seven runs past the sixth inning, run up the score. Do it. You're, there's no room for hurt feelings and this idea of I don't want to embarrass a team. I respect – like, you can have respect for your opponent and other teams in the MLB and still pummel them and play your heart out. Play your goddamn ass off and don't let these unwritten rules or your feelings tell you otherwise because there's so many times that teams have come back from big margins late in the game. Yeah, I mean, it's just the hoping that baseball is trending in the right direction is that, you know, this comes back to that for me. And I want, like, I want guys like Tatis on the field and I want them swinging 3-0 and I want them scoring when it's, when they're up by 10. You know what I mean? I want baseball to be exciting. I do too. I want everything. I want Tim Anderson flips. I want all of it. Exactly. I want it all. I want uh, Dustin May. I want his uh, strikeout strut coming off the mound. I want to see it all. Stroman, the Stroman strut, he does it too. Juan Soto, everybody, all these young guys, I love all of it. And I need Jordan Hicks cast in my life too. Yeah. That's yeah, that, should be, that should come back. Next year. Good for him. But, yeah, so now I think we uh, – let's get into our little bit of our, our, uh, our long baseball discussion. What do you say? Let's do it. So, so question of the day is – what surprises you so far in this MLB 2020 season? So I think we each have a few things that we're going to talk about, but I'm going to start us off with a good one first. You, yes. you want me to go first? Or are you? No, I'm, 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 a, I'm going to go first with um, maybe a less serious one, not necessarily my, uh, my prized one right now, but I think it's just ironic and funny that Steven Strasburg got thrown out of a game. That's surprising. Oh, from the stands like from that. From the stands. From the stands. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> so that your first surprise is that. that That's good. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think I love I, it. I know what happened, but it – it was. I mean, he was barking balls and strikes all yeah. game. No. Drops the all F-bomb from that... the – yeah, drops the F-bomb from out in the stands. I think it's so funny that he was out in the stands and they just sent him home. You see, he <laughs> walks like he back fan. up through the concourse like he's a, like a, a fan. <laughs> Uh, there has to be memes of that, right? Or yeah. there will be. All right, go ahead though, for real. Um, all right. Well, on on a real note, my first one is the Diamondbacks. Um, so basically, like I was just looking at the the standings, the NLS standings, and I know earlier the Diamondbacks were were low, and now, you know, the Rockies have come down to earth a little bit, and the Diamondbacks are creeping up, and the Diamondbacks are only a half game out of the Rockies and four and a half out of the Dodgers. So they're in third place in their division. Eight and two in their last 10. And the Rockies are three and seven in their last 10. Um, so really, like, 
for me, like, I mean, I think we all know, like, last year the Diamondbacks, like, they were close. They were a, a solid team. Uh, Cattell Marte, you know, had a breakout season. Um, and he's continuing this year. He's batting 330 with a 776 OPS. Starling Marte has a 954 OPS. And then David Peralta has also been smashing the ball. 322 average, 841 OPS. Cole Calhoun out of nowhere with seven home runs, 874 OPS. Dang, seven home runs. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, like, their pitching it hasn't been amazing, but they're still, you know, in their last ten games, they're on fire. So, and, the, the sudden surge is what surprises you? Yeah, I mean, not yeah. Because just at the beginning of the season, it didn't look like it was all coming together. And then both Martes are smacking the ball in Peralta, of course. I think Peralta if at the beginning of the season you were to tell me that Cole Calhoun – was going to have seven home runs at this point in the season, I wouldn't have believed you. Yeah, exactly. That that one surprised me. Um, but I think, yeah, my surprise is just that they're, you know, creeping back up. And, I mean, I wouldn't have ex- – I wouldn't say I, would, I expected the Rockies to keep it up, but, you know, they were playing really well, and why not? So. So that's a, that's a good surprise. I yeah, I think agree. in general, just the way the division's shaking out, it's surprising. And I think that there's definitely more surprises to come because the Padres are right there, too, a half game out of that the division time. overall is surprising. Both Wests, actually. Like, yeah, if, I mean, if I never would have thought that either of the West divisions were going to be this competitive. Yeah. So maybe just a general surprise, both Wests overall, you that, know? I, that's A's, a, that's Rangers, good. Astros. I never would have thought. I I kind of thought. I kind of kind of thought the Dodgers and the Astros were just going to run away with things. Yeah, the Astros. They've, you know, they've been I mean, struggling. They they've come back, but they've up. won their past six. So yeah, exactly. They won their last six. They're mounting a a vicious comeback, and I think I'll, we'll still see them on top at the end. But would you say that the ahead. Athletics are a surprise in that division, at the top? Uh, I would say that them being at the top is maybe a little bit of a surprise, but it doesn't surprise. Like if you were to tell me that the A's were going to be a great team this year, that wouldn't have surprised me that much. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I not, really like them. Not a big surprise. Yeah. I know you're a big guy, big A's guy over there. 16 and eight. That's... What do you think is your guy fighting, getting uh, a few games suspended? What? Ramon Lariano fighting. Oh, throwing, throwing both. Uh, dude, that coach, that coach. Centrone. Whatever his name is, he's a yeah. relative. He, that pissed me off, man. He was just asking for it. I'll tell you what, Liriano didn't get it. He he went in guns and blazing, but he didn't get any punches off. Yeah, he got he hit. Started though, off hot. Started off hot, but dropped the ball at the end. No, I mean, he, he was asking a lot. He was going at their bench. The like, whole team. What like was going to happen? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. if They're playing good ball, but I don't know if they'll end up on top or not. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, Texas is there too. Right. Angels, you know. So, my big surprise, if you were to tell me this team was going to be in the position that they are in now at the beginning of the season, I would have think I would have thought you were absolutely crazy. Um, the Boston Red Sox. Red Sox are just on the struggle bus through and through. They can't find any help with their pitching. They lost David Price in the trade. Um, as we know, Chris Sale went on the injured list with Tommy John surgery. Um, Eduardo Rodriguez was going to be their next guy up, but he's out for the season with a heart condition. Um, and I never would have thought that they would be the second worst team in the whole MLB right now. Yeah, I think that you Behind could say that 
the way that East is shaking out, I mean, you know, since the Rays went nine and one in their last ten games, um, yeah. they were lower down, and the, the Orioles were in second. You know, so for a while, like even now, like the Orioles are third. They're only even now the out. Orioles are kind of uh, kind of surprised too. But That's I want to stick saying. to the Red Sox for a second because their pitching is trash. They have the worst ERA in the league, six point three six earned run average. Um, like I said, second worst winning percentage in the league, and it's weird because they're 10th with batting average, um, even without Mookie Betts. So their offense really hasn't been the problem. It's been their pitching. They just haven't found anybody to put on the mound to throw strikes and get wins and get outs. Yeah, one and nine in their last 10. Somehow Mookie saw something that the rest of the world didn't, and he got the hell out. I think he he just saw, you know, West Coast. Yeah, true. 12 years. Boston was so competitive just a few years ago. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they had one of the best seasons that we've seen in a long time. Yeah, in 2018. And I don't know. I never would have thought that two years removed from their World Series that they would have been damn near the worst team in the league. Yeah. I want to. I'm going to say the worst team in the league, just because the Pirates are almost irrelevant. Gosh, they're, yeah, they're real bad. Like aren't we they? know that they're just that bad, and so I think the Red Sox are just the worst team in the league. Because at least from the Red Sox, you expect a little bit more. The Pirates, I, you just I think expect. That's why. That's why we feel that way. It's just gonna, yeah. And there's a big surprise. A little more. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's what this is. That's why they're my number one uh, big surprise. It's a big disappointment. That's the that's the surprise for you. Yeah. Yours was a positive. Mine was more of a negative. Uh huh. Uh, do you have a number two? Um, yeah, so I've got a couple more, but the one I'm going to hit on now is the Phillies. So it's more. Oh, tell me more, about the Phillies. Why are you surprised about the Phillies? So I, I mean, at the beginning, I'm not much of a. I guess it's more of a. You know about where they are in the division right now and the the chance they have because they're only they're only one and a half games out of Atlanta at the top. They're they're in third. Third and third. Yeah, I know it's I know it's really tight right what's, now. In what's uh what's surprising about you? Do you did you expect them higher? I think no. What, what I'm really surprised about is just the way that some of their players have performed that I necessarily like like Harper is, you know, on fire right now. So you expected Harper to not be on fire? No, not like this though. I didn't expect three sixty seven and a one thousand one hundred and eighty six OPS. Five That's why I got paid the money, man. Yeah, I know it's just been a minute since we've seen it, and he's you know. Well, he was so bad last year. It's been it's been a couple of years really since we. I feel like we've really seen Bryce Harper. So so Bryce is, Harper's your surprise. I think yeah. Or who like, else you got? Who else? Who like else? When I wrote it down, when I wrote this down, it said Phillies and Harper. That's that's the headline. Okay, and Real Muto is also two eighty eight, one thousand OPS, eight home runs. DD has an eight thirty five OPS, three oh eight average, and Nola has it in four games. As a two oh five ERA. Noah has surprised me. I agree. And Wheeler's on fire. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Oof. Division rivals. I don't want to talk about it. Did you know though that the Phillies have the number one uh, team batting average right now? Really? Yeah. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah. It doesn't surprise you? They, not, this not whole list. Some... This whole list is about surprises. It doesn't surprise me based on what I'm looking at right now, like okay, what I'm telling okay, you. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I'm looking at these stats and telling you how good they are and how – like it surprised me in general, but, you know, since looking at the stats. After your initial surprise, it hasn't yeah, surprised exactly. you even more. Third in on-base percentage and second in slugging percentage. 
that's a surprise. Okay, I'll give you that. I don't know if I would have put them on my list. I don't. I see I mean, them. Th- that's fair. Overall, third in the division. I mean, I think you could have made a case for Bryce Harper, him himself being a surprise, but third in the division. I don't. I I kind of just see him floating around in that mix for the rest of the year. They could. Yeah. Make, make I mean, I exactly. That's what I, I see. Thought. I see Miami falling off a little bit. That's, I see. The, I did I write them, that. I see the Mets. Uh, probably staying where they're at unless they figure something out pretty soon with their pitching. But right now it's going to be Atlanta. Washington's in last place, though. Yeah, but and they're they're right there, too. They are. Yeah, they are. I, I'll give them that. But they're still in last place. If, if you're going to go by just rankings, I, that would have been a surprise for me, the World Series um, defending champs. But um, that's not my number two. My number two um, is the Angels and how disappointing dis- – how disappointed I am in them overall from when the season started, how they are third right now in their division, fourth maybe at this point. And I would have expected a little bit more out of them. I know that I wasn't expecting too much from them, but especially with extended playoffs, I would have liked to seen them in a playoff position because they did sign Rendon and Otani did come back. And we all know that everybody wants to see Mike Trout in the playoffs. And year after year, Whoever's in charge of the Angels just drops that ball. Yeah, um, I. So they're another disappointment. That's a surprise for me. Is that I, wrote I really down, wish they would have been in a playoff position by now. Yeah, I, I had them. I had them. Uh, you know, down too. As and I was looking at some stats, and like you said, like Trout and Rendon right now, they're both doing really well. It's, the rest of the team just doesn't pick it up, and that's like I feel like the story. Yeah, I know. I feel like they just didn't just have a supporting cast or didn't go all in or something. I don't know what they didn't do, but they, whatever it is year after year, they don't do it. I mean, I think a lot of it comes down to their pitching. Bundy's been good this year, but other than that, it's, he has been good, but still, Pickens. I mean, overall. Yeah. Overall, their pitching has not been good. And Trout and Rondone really are. Overall, they have close to a five ERA ranked 22nd in the MLB. So, again, they dropped the ball there. Yeah. And uh, I feel like this year, and the biggest reason why it's a surprise for me is because, for one, they did sign Rendon. Otani did come back. That's for one. But for two, by doing so, I would have thought that they would have gone out of their way to get a little bit more help and be like, okay, we actually got the MV- we got two MVP caliber guys on our team. Let's do something with this and, and move a team – and to the hopes of getting into the playoffs or making a run, and they're just not there. I mean, yeah, I think they, they definitely tried, but it's like they spent a yeah. lot of money on Rendon, you know, and they went and right. got Bundy. I think right. that well, they, and just... they, they tried more than we've seen in the past, and that's why I'm surprised that even with the best player in baseball, arguably ever, they're still – they're just not going to compete for a playoff spot. I was kind of hoping that they would, but I just yeah, don't I mean, see it happening. Yeah, they're eight games out already, like first yeah. place. So, like, just looking at it like that. Like, and I know there is the extended playoffs, but I still don't see it happening. Yeah. I mean, they have to, you know, Texas is playing well. Yeah. Texas it doesn't look well. good for the Angels. But that's my second surprise. Who's your third? So, my last one here is uh, it's the Rockies in general, but more specifically, I mean, I will talk about their hitting, but more specifically, it's their pitching because I think that's the biggest difference. Pitching. For them. I was, I was 
for certain you were going to go after Charlie Blackman being your surprise. Well, that is, that is definitely part of it. But I think that the difference for the Rockies is they're like, you know what I mean? It, for years they've had I mean, guys. Like compared to the past, like this year. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Like for years they've had offensive production, but they haven't put it all together. So like, and, and, you know, some people would say it's the park or, or whatever, but either way, Rockies, they haven't had good pitching. And this year they have Marquez as a 225 ERA. Freeland's pitching well. Jeff Hoffman out of the pen. Um, and like you said, with Blackman, he's one of the best – well, not one of the best. He's definitely the best hitter right now, I think. What's their team ERA? It's got to be good. Three, th- three, seven, three is their team ERA, ranked fifth in the league. So, I mean, that's, yeah, that's uh, probably why they're able to stay where they're at and win so many games. Exactly. I mean, they're, they're falling off a little, uh, but I do think that they can keep it up. I mean, you know. I, I do think that if they're – again, it, it, it'll probably be, have to be their pitching. Exactly. Keep them afloat. But that, they're ranked, that's really eighth, they're ranked eighth in whip with a 1.19. That's a solid whip for his pitching staff. Yeah, and, um, you know, other than that, like I said, Blackman, Story's doing well. Garrett Hampson's been pretty solid for them. And uh, Daniel Murphy's actually, you know, not so bad either. Daniel Murphy. What a guy. I love him, and I will always love Daniel Murphy. He brought them to the World Series. He single-handedly, him and Yoannis Espes, both grabbed the bat together, pulled the team along, and said, let's go to the World Series. He just started hitting home runs, like, more than he ever has in his career. I know. Something about it. I don't know. Um, so that's your third and final? Or do you have yes. a, few, a few floaters? I got one more. Um, I'm going to stick to a person this time rather than just a team and go and say that Lance Lynn has been surprising me. Oh, I was going to mention him. Yep. He's been surprising me. Especially, I mean, we both had maybe a hunch that the Rangers were going to compete this year with Miner and Kluber and Lynn and, and a few of the other guys out there. But He's really stepped it up. Since Kluber went down, Lance Lynn has been the face of that pitching rotation. And he's 3-0 and right now, which I know wins aren't everything, and maybe not all the starts matter that much. But he's got a 1.11 ERA. And here's my favorite part of his stat line is his, is his whip. His whip is under 1. It's .742. That's ridiculous. As a starter, that's nuts. .742. I mean, like, usually anything floating around 1 is pretty good. But it's at yeah, point any, Oh, under 1 is quality, yeah. Quality is more than quality. It's amazing. Yeah, like seven, he's seven pitched 32.1 innings, and he has 36 strikeouts already. Yeah, Which, I mean, not Lance not Lynn, uh, not crazy, not crazy uh, strikeout numbers, but definitely surprising me in that aspect that he's already the Cy Young front runner for the AL. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, better with age, Lance Lynn. I love it. Yeah, something about it. I don't know. I mean, he's never quite done this for. St. Louis or even New York, I was I I saw that he was throwing forty percent strikes or something like that. He's always been better than people I I think give him credit for. If you look at the stats, like he's been pretty productive in the league for a while and hasn't really been bad. That's fair, but I mean, clearly not to this level. Like, right? You know what I mean? That's the surprise here. So right, right. I'm with it. He uh, so just to put it in comparison. The barrel percentage that I've, I found on, on statistics, so like in the past, his barrel percentage has been um, 4.9, 5.8. And this is of all the pitches he's thrown, and of the batted balls, 
um, what percent of those batted balls have been barrels. And so this year, um, guys have hit 136 ball, balls in play against him, and two of them have been has have found barrels so far. Dang, two. That that is insane. Yeah, yeah, isn't that nuts? Two. I love it. I love to see him. You know, do well. He's throwing 40% strikes right now, which is nuts. He's just that type of pitcher, you know. I think. He's a yeah, but it's thrower. it's close to it's close to double um, any of his other seasons. Last year he was at 28, percent so that was decent. But uh, before that, you know, right now he's just throwing great. So hopefully he keeps it up. I'd like to. See uh, right you know there. what I've seen is that he's. I don't know about your opinion on this, but since he's left St. Louis, I feel like he's put on a few lbs. Yeah, I mean, he's always definitely been a bigger guy. Right, he's but, been a kind of a big bone, stocky guy, but he looks you're probably like he right. Had a few extra cheeseburgers the other night. Yeah, I think his beard's also gotten bigger and like grayer, so people like just kind of get that yeah. vibe from him now. He looks like an absolute workhorse, just a <laughs> flat out hoss. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mass equals gas. Is that that's what CC Sabathia always said? That's similar body type there. Yeah, uh, just a few honorable mentions though. I did have that the Orioles were kind of surging a little bit here. They're batting 261 collectively as a team. Um, uh, they are 12 and 11, which is, you know, an okay record, but they are playing some talented teams, but here's a stat that it's kind of nuts. So the average exit velo for a team or, or the average exit velo overall, I guess, from all players in the MLB is 88.3. Um, well, every, Orioles player has a higher average exit below than that. Every starting player. Every hitter, yeah. Every starting hitter. Wow. Has a higher uh, average exit velocity than the entire MLB. Which, yeah. considering where they were at a year ago, I couldn't have said that. No, I wouldn't have guessed it. I mean, they're, they're doing pretty well. Who yeah. knows? Can you name a few of their guys? Like, before this year, before looking at their roster, I was like, who are some of these guys? I think the only guy that I know was – Chris Davis, well, obviously, but then Jose Anthony, Iglesias. Santander and, like, Donovan Solano. Solano's yeah. been doing well. Well, I've never heard of Anthony Santander before this year, and he's been killing him. He's got nine home I heard of, I knew who he was, and I knew who Solano was. I know. no but idea. I don't know if I know, like, many of the other guys. Not a lot of big names there. Hanser Alberto, he's been – he's batting 316 in 103 plate appearances. Like, yeah. These guys are just putting it together and going nuts. I don't know why, but they might make a push for some teams. I think before this year we were talking about wins, uh, how Garrett Cole is going to uh, make a run for some of the most wins because he played so many of the bad opponents and the Yankees score so many runs. Well, this might be an opportunity for one of those bad opponents to spoil the parade a, a little bit because yeah, that's fair. they're so bad anymore. Yeah. If they keep it up, I mean, who knows? If right they, now they're in a, you know, in that third spot. So, I think they're second wild card right now. Yeah, yeah, they're in the wild card. I, know I think that. I think they are. The Rays just pulled ahead of them though. Yeah, Brandon Lowe. The Rays are solid been, too. Uh, Lowe's been killing it for the Rays. He's got a one 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 six eight OPS. I'm still not a believer in the Rays. Dude, their pitching hasn't even like been that good this year, and I'm their hitting is just on fire. I still, I still refuse to believe that they are legit. Yeah, I just don't know. I think they're just. <laughs> I, one feel, of those I teams. feel like last year's uh, wild card appearance was just a fluke. I, th- I think they're just one of those teams that like they're they're coached well and they they all they put it all together like the way they play. I don't know. Like I, they just apparently, they just I mean, they keep, 
dude. It's like, I, did you see yeah. them demolish the Yankees the other night? No, I last didn't. Night? I think it was last night. They just demolished the Yankees. I saw a tweet that said, well, that's what happens when you don't play the Red Sox every other game. <laughs> Which Ooh, is true. Red Sox. That hurts. I also have that Cody Bellinger has been trash lately. Yeah, that's uh, absolute absolutely. trash. Which, you know, for the Dodgers, really probably doesn't matter. They got a few other guys out there. That no, I mean, they've won seven in a row, so. Yeah, they still have freaking Mookie Betts, Justin Turner, all those guys. No, they're, yeah, they're solid. Seager. Um, see the Seager brothers well, played each Seager, other? No, dude, Seager's been really good. Yeah, hey, have you seen that? Did you see that the Seager brothers played each other for the first time since they've both been in the majors? Yeah, wow, right? I didn't. I, yeah, I did see that. What uh, Corey hit a home hit a home run and was like rounding the bases laughing. Well, they both did. Did you well, see they that? Both hit, they, they both, both hit, hit home runs. Run. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, they both hit home runs. Which has got to be pretty special on the first time that they played. Yeah, each other. that is cool. I didn't realize that was the first time they played each other. I, I assumed that it already had happened. Yeah, I guess just the way that the schedules came out. Well, yeah. I mean, I. I mean, especially this year with, you know, both the Wests playing each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I had no idea. I just assumed that they would have already played each other because they've both been good players in the league for a while. I don't know. Um, we'll other ones. Cleveland Indians. I, go ahead, go ahead. I've already had a few. I was just going to say you Darvish has surprised the hell out of me. Yeah, he has been good. The Cole One, Cubs team, in my opinion, has surprised yeah, Hap, the hell out of me. Hap is on fire. I didn't think that the Cubs would be sitting – Pretty in first place right now. At Cardinals all. are doing doing all right against them. I think Cardinals fine. Right they now. just need to play more games, man. That's it. Yeah, I'm just saying the Cardinals are beating the Cubs. So they just need to play more, play more, and win more. Yep. I was hoping that the Reds would be a little bit further along, but yeah, they've also run into their own problems. Like, um, well, did you COVID? see? The, yeah, they just recently had to postpone a handful of games because yeah. So that's got to be tough as a starting pitcher. Um, I've been listening to Trevor Bauer's vlogs lately on his YouTube channel. Yeah. And they are very cool because it's inside the COVID season with Trevor Bauer. So he takes you through the whole day and how they have to do all these tests and stuff. And he was supposed to start on Saturday, but they found out Friday night that somebody had COVID. And so the games on Saturday and Sunday got canceled. And so he didn't know how to proceed. Um, And then they had an off day on Monday, which they assumed they would have made up the Saturday and Sunday games with a doubleheader, but that didn't happen. Um, and then on Tuesday, I, they should have played yesterday, but they, that got postponed, I guess, too. But then they have a doubleheader tonight. So, I don't know. Damn. But I didn't realize it's been that yeah, long. Yeah, there are a few games behind. Um, Bauer starting tonight. And Castillo, it's a doubleheader, so they got back-to-back. Damn. Yeah, those are, that's a two. That's a, that's a tandem right there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But – the, the guy on that, that pitching staff who was not in that tent was Sonny Gray, and he's he could be a Cy Young candidate. He's yeah. been killing it. 204 ERA, I think. Yeah, with a ton um, of strikeouts. Yeah, that's – yeah. that's He could be a Cy Young, and so could Bauer. I mean, Bauer's had two less starts than him, I think. But yeah, I think that's going to make such a difference in, in for that. Yeah, I agree with the amount of inning, innings pitched. And it, sometimes it's not even like your own health injury. It's like yeah. just I mean, back. everyone misses a couple games, but when it's in 162, it's different than 60. Like, if you miss that, a couple in 60, yeah, it's like, but, well. Well, that, but, like, if you think about Bauer's situation, he didn't miss the start because that he was banged up or something. It was just yeah. the team couldn't play. COVID. Yeah. yeah. I, that's just 
that's just COVID year. Yeah. Um, another one that I I could uh, was thinking of was Jesse Winker. Yeah. He's is leading he playing, the league in leading the league in OPS right now. Is he playing DH? I don't know where he sits in their lineup, honestly. I I think he's an outfielder. I know he's an outfielder, but yeah. I know Castellanos hasn't been playing DH that much. And I think if I am thinking correctly that Winker is, but I'm not sure. He's definitely a, he's always like had the potential, you know. Big swing. Yeah, but I mean, if you would have told me at this point last year, oh yeah, before no, the season, well, I Jesse Winker was going to be leading, no way. Yeah. No, Kyle no Lewis. freaking way. What about him? I love Kyle Lewis. I know, I know. You've heard you talk about. I'm him. a huge fan of Kyle Lewis. Doing really well. Three forty four average. As soon as I saw him hit that absolute tank off of Justin Verlander first game, I was like, "Thank you, I love you." <laughs> Instant <laughs> number one fan. Yes. Nuts. Jesse Winker, 1.196 OPS. Damn. Yeah. Hopefully the Reds can put all that together for their for their own sake. I mean, I don't – Oh, I agree. Really I'm a fan. You already know that. I'm I'm pulling for the Reds this year. I just want to see the whole experiment kind of work. Yeah. Yeah, I mean – Honestly. Yeah. I, I understand. Historically, I'm just not – you know, I'm a pretty big Reds hater, so. You freaking St. Louis – Cardinal fan. That's me. I'll tell you what, he's not on the list, but uh, Dominic Smith. I don't know if you know who that is, but the dude, Mets, the Mets guy, former first round pick for the Mets. His OPS is one point one three five. How many games he play? He's had sixty one at bats, and Jesse Winker has fifty two. And I don't know. I'm looking at the stats literally right now, and I don't know why I don't see Dominic Smith's name on here. I think that those, they're not enough at-bats for the leaders. Yeah, but he has more A-Bs than Jesse Winker right now. Winker is not on my OPS league leaders that I'm looking at. Oh, so, really? So I'm I looking at ESPN. It says ESPN.com. I feel like that's pretty liable. <laughs> it sounds reliable. I'm on Yahoo, uh, and he's not there. Bryce Harper's on tap. All right, well, sorry, Bryce Harper has 60 ABs, and Dominic Smith has 61, so. All right, well, then this, this Somebody here lists are terrible. Messed up. We just figured it out. Well, okay, sorry, Dom Smith, you're not on ESPN. ESPN probably doesn't even know that you exist, but you're killing it, so keep it up, Dom. Good stuff for the Mets, I guess. Hopefully they can. Well, yeah, they are, uh, I think they're second right now in team batting average. Fourth in division, though. Yeah, that sucks. Okay, I get it. They can't pitch. They had all their pitchers go and died. So, even Degrom missed a start. So, oh, pitching again tonight. He's pitching again tonight, and I don't know if I should watch the Blues or the Mets game tonight. So, both laptop both. TV. Do it. My roommate got an MLB TV, and I'm so happy. Oh, that's sweet. It's so nice. I can watch all of it. Except we get blacked out from St. Louis, KC, and Chicago because we're a little bit too close to all three. Gotcha. So they go local only? Yeah, so you'd have to go local for those. But other than that, you can watch anything around the league. So my other roommate's from Houston, so he likes to watch the Astros, which is nice. Yeah, yeah I guess. I wouldn't want to watch the Astros. Yeah. I don't either. I, they're freaking cheaters. Freaking can't stand the Astros. Fernando Tatis has a better apology than the Astros did. Yeah, for nothing. For nothing. Absolutely nothing. 
man, I hope that he just goes off. I was going to say that he was, he was a surprise on my list, honestly, because not surprising that he's doing well, but the fact that he's leading the league in home runs, I would not have thought that he was going to lead the league in home runs. Yeah. Yeah. He's been, I mean, one of the best players in the league so far. Yeah. There's sophomore slump who? No. Oh no. I think that, yeah. I mean, everyone knew he was good and we talked about it. Like he, you know, he could be insane, like dark horse MVP candidate, but like here we are. And like, he's probably a top five candidate right now. So I love watching him play. Just don't doubt Tatis. He's electric. All right. Uh, that's all I got for the my surprises for our question of the day. Uh, what about you? Yeah, that's all I got. I mean, we, we named some of those honorable mentions, and, I mean, there's probably plenty more guys that we could, but. I'm just so happy baseball is back to be watching it. It's great. Yeah, it's good to have a card. Very, very uh, much so enjoying that, and just sports in general. <laughs> oh, sports right now are fantastic. Cruising along, flying yeah, colors. But at some point soon here, we'll run out, and they'll all end. And then we'll have nothing until, you know, for, for a little bit at least. For a while. There will be a weird window. Yeah. Oh, well, they're back. I'm it's okay. all really weird, though. Like, watching the Blues play hockey and right now and, and it's playoffs, I'm, like, really just confused. Yeah, it should not be playoff season. But yeah. it, is. it is, though. It is. And I'm sure they're missing the fans. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I like when fights go off or like a big hit and you see like ah, guys banging on the boards and stuff like the fans. Oh, I miss that. Yeah. I miss I mean, that. I, I've heard some of the players comment on it and say that it just doesn't feel the same, which is sad. Like, I don't know. It feels yeah. the same watching it like for me. Oh yeah. I'm still on the edge of my seat, but exactly. I mean, Oh, I'm sure they miss it in the, in the arenas like that. That's gotta be something. You think, who do you think starts tonight? Benner or Allen? Uh, I think Allen. I think they just ride with him. Yeah, they have to. I think so. After, I mean, if he, you know, if they put ben, Bennington in the other night and we won, then maybe. Yeah, no, I think they would have stuck with Bennington had he played last night. If but, they, like, if, but since it was Allen and he did well again, it's like. It, right now he's their guy. Yes, yes. He's had the day off even. Because that was the question last time was if he was going to have enough rest. But he's had the day off and. He's, he's looked so calm, and the Blues finally look like a team. Like, I feel like before, yeah. oh, it's coming they together. just looked discombobulated. They looked like they were out of sync. This year, they, or this year, right now, they look like they're passing it well, and they're moving as a unit. Yep. Can't hmm. wait to watch tonight. I, I, love our, I love it right now. We're tied up 2-2, and uh, we dominated them last game. Uh, hopefully Except they win again tonight. penalty box. Freaking yeah, can't stand oh the penalty gosh. box. The, the refs are calling everything. Yeah, well, and they kept flipping the puck, uh, delay a game out of bounds. So that's no fun. All right, brother. Um, that was definitely a good discussion. So for all you folks out there, I appreciate you listening. Uh, stay tuned. Catch us, ne- catch us for the next episode. Uh, if you enjoyed today, tell your friends, share the pod, spread the word, and uh, we'll see you next time. See ya.